Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, and welcome back to the Beer Ladies podcast. I am today's host, Hillary Gray. In this episode, we will be talking about all things related to Valentine's Day. So we're going to have stories about beery Valentines and how to pick a Valentine beer for the one that you love. Before I introduce our, my co-host, just a quick reminder that we are on YouTube for those who prefer to watch as well as wherever you get your podcasts for those who prefer to listen. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave us a rating or share this podcast with a friend. Let's meet today's co-host. So with me today, I'm joined by Katie Malone. Hey. Hello. Hi, Katie. Uh, Tandy. Hello. And Carolyn. Hi. And Fievel, my friend. And Fievel, <laughs> yes, that's right. The great American mouse. All Henry, right, I, was about, I was about to laugh. I was about to laugh if you tried to if you tried to attempt my surname. I was thinking. I was like, "Oh shit!" I said Katie Malone, and now I'm like, eh. "Oh, it's okay." It just sounds so cool, though, Katie Malone. Katie Malone. <laughs> That's like, true. You, do have, you do have a cool name. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I was like, um, "I don't think I can pronounce Sandy's name. I could do a stab <laughs> at it, but I don't think it would work." So grab your drink. And let's get into it. Okay, before we start, can I please just ask everybody, what you drinking? Katie, what you drinking? So I am drinking a Big Bunny East Coast style IPA from Kinnegar. Always mm-hmm. lovely. How's it taste? It, uh, it's very nice. It's really delicious. It is 6%. Um, there's brewed in Donegal. What has it got in it? There's oats along with wheat, barley. Ooh water nice hops and yeast sounds like i always breakfast. like oats in a in an ipa sounds like breakfast I mean, <laughs> it doesn't taste like breakfast <laughs> well it could it could definitely yeah it's really really nice it's a nice ipa awesome That's tandy awesome. what you drinking all righty i've got i've got a new one tonight it is from larkins it is the they've they've launched what seems to be like a a low cost range of beers. So they've got uh, one, which is a Pilsner, which I had yesterday, which was lovely. And today I'm trying the session IPA called revolver. And um, they're, they're definitely uh, budget friendly. So that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, this one is, it's 4%. So that's great. And uh, it's got Centennial, Citra, Idaho seven, and then the usual suspects, barley, hops, water. Um, cool package though. Check that. Nice. So for those yeah. for those listening, lo- like a skeleton riding a motorbike and it's all these kind of retro cool colors. Very nice. And I love it that they're starting to think about like a, a multi-pack of craft beers that mm. is a, just a little bit cheaper than... It was interesting because they only come in packs of eight. So you can't buy them individually, but actually for the pack of eight, it was like 12 euros, which is really very, very reasonable. So... Whereas normally I would have been a little bit, you know, cautious of buying eight at a time of something new. I thought, well, you know, for that price, like it's, it, 
it's okay. I can take the risk, you know? Sure. And, uh, yeah. and actually they were both great. Like the Pilsen is really nice and I'm enjoying this one so far. It's, it's, it's um, quite citrusy, really like orange, like a lot of orange from it. So yeah, I'm enjoying that one. Great. Carolyn, what you drinking? I'm drinking a blue raspberry lemonade sour from Southern Heights. It is very good. Wow. It tastes like Yum. blue raspberry and lemonade, everything you could want. And it is a very nice greenish <gasps> blue teal oh my God. color. So I feel like I'm drinking like a nice. radioactive That drink. is a St. Patrick's Day beer, if ever I saw one. You don't even have to add dye. Yeah, I don't think they meant it to be that (laughs) for St. Patrick's Day, but now I will go pick up some more for St. Patrick's Day. Do do you not feel weird drinking a green beer? Well, no, because it's blue, because it has like raspberry, like it's blue raspberry lemonade, like that's the name of it. So you expect it to be like this bluish greenish color. And um, for people who uh, are on YouTube, you would drink it, Helen? I would. No, I would. 100% no. would. <laughs> yeah, you it tastes it? good. It tastes 12, 12 out of 10, I would drink. <laughs> That's awesome. Hillary, what are you drinking tonight? I have Tarte Lychee by New Belgium Brewing, um, which is based out of Colorado. And it's one of my favorite breweries. And actually, it's a tropical sour. Uh, and Actually, I will say, and this is New Belgium is not paying me or anything, but it was definitely the best brewery tour I've ever been on. Um, Brewery tours do tend to kind of be a dime a dozen, but this one was, they went out of their way to make it really fun um, and really enjoyable. So, and their beers are so well made. Mm. What did they do differently, Hillary? Like what made it so cool, that brewery tour? They, so they did this standard where they take you around and show you everything, but they also talked a lot about what it was like to work there. And they had like to get to different places. They had stuff like slides and things where you slide down and you get to the next room. And yeah, it was just very, very fun. And lots of samples along the way, very generous samples, I will say. Oh, so wow. that was probably pro- what made it yeah. stand out in my mind so much. Yeah, it was a great I think job. we great should put tour. that message out there. If you're going to do brewery <laughs> tour, samples are good. Yes. Yeah, lots of samples along the way. You know, it was really, it was a lot of fun. And then their tap room was great. Everything. I just love New Belgium. So, mm. so mm. Carolyn, if you ever get out to Colorado, highly recommend. I have a couple of friends that live in Colorado. So cool. I wanted to make a side note Southern Heights is located in Austin. So if you're in Austin, go check them out. They are great. They make good mm-hmm. sours and IPAs. They have all types of beers, which is nice. Cheers. 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 Let's try not to spill beer on the work laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is good. Exactly. Mm. Is it good? Uh, So, so tart, tart lychee. I mean, I've only ever known lychee as lychee, um, but fair enough. Um, I've, I've never thought of that in a beer. I think that would be very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, they describe it as this fan favorite features the floral, sweet, and fruit juicy stone fruit called lychee or lychee, lychee mm-hmm. or lychee. They mm-hmm. have both pronunciations in there. Blended with our something aged golden sour fodder, mm-hmm. fooder aged golden sour for bursts of tropical acidity and finish with the sweet spice of Saigon cinnamon for an intriguing finish. I thought I tasted cinnamon interesting it's really nice mm. um the Malloy's on thomas street has it so good to know <laughs> okay so valentine's day let's kick off with some stories let's talk a little bit about some history and i think katie you have a story well, us. I just have um, a little bit of information, seeing as Go I am it. a native Irish person, that the 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 remains of St. Valentine's are located on a church uh, on Angel Street in Dublin. No way. So it's White Prior. White Prior. I know. It's White Prior Church. You, you can, well, obviously they're all closed now due to level five lockdown in Ireland. But yeah, you can go there and say hi to St. Valentine. So a lot of people 
would propose there. Oh, you that's kind of cute. Quite romantic, yeah, isn't it? I mean, not in a weird way because there yeah. remains the same Valentine. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like, here's a corpse. Will you marry me? Uh, it's I mean, not weird. It's it's unique. There we go. It is. It's, well, it's definitely emo. Like, come on, yeah. Is that, <laughs> that must be the, where the goths do it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a goth Valentine. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Carolyn and Christine and I would be so into that. <laughs> yes. I think Give Christine might be a little bit more into it than I am, but I think yeah. it's so cool. And yeah, I'm not um, a historian or a medievalist, so I don't have all the backstories like Christina and Lisa, though, but I just thought I would mention it. Cool. That's cool. I, think I a... didn't know that. I wish I would have known yeah. that. Yeah. I Why think it's a great it... way to kick off the episode. So yeah. it's, I think it's called Whitefriar Church. Whitefriar Church. Okay. Well, we will find a link for that and pop that into the show. I will do that. I think that's yeah. yeah. a really good idea. I'd, I'd love to go and see that once level five is over. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Count me in, Tandy. I'm, I'm mm. there with you. Let's I'll come it. when I come back and visit. Yay. <laughs> Carolyn, you might get a proposal from Hillary, so, you know. You might. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> My wife. My wife. <laughs> Please, can I record that? That would be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got one for you guys. Um, I mean, everybody got into beer differently, right? But there was a, there was a year, many years ago, when my now husband, Ashley, and I had just started dating. So we started dating in like, I think the June and our first Valentine's together. So now it was like six or eight months later. Um, we were going to get our, you know, our first Valentine's presents. And, you know, these things are normally quite a big deal in a, in a, a new relationship. So there was a um, a website that kind of did a mixed beer delivery stuff, you know, those kinds of um, services. We each got each other the same gift, which is a box of beer, which was really funny. Um, but he actually went one further and he got a homebrew kit alongside with it. I mean, in hindsight, his present was much better than mine, but it was cool because we didn't obviously know um, what the other was getting or, you know, what, the vibe of the Valentine's was going to be it pretty it, it, it cemented that beer was going to be like a big part of our relationship from the get-go and that was the start of my homebrewing interest I guess um it's, it's it's almost half a pity because Ash doesn't like brewing as much as I do anymore he used to but uh I still brew so we've always we've generally got something going and um it all started because of some random Valentine's Day gift I mean, it's so romantic, though, that you both That's cute. have the same gift for each other. Yeah. I like that. I love it. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. We had, we had two cases of beer to like, get through, and um, it didn't take that long. But it was fun to try, fun to try all the new beers. It was, yeah, uh, it was for sure. Good. Yeah. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person. Well, I kind of am. My boyfriend is not. But he oh, does it for I me. hear you, Hillary. I hear you, Hillary. Except mine <laughs> dragged cricket, kicking and screaming into Valentine's Day. In, yeah. in so far um, as it's, it's like you order yourself something now. <laughs> right. Yeah. He, he does it for me, which is nice. Um, but I'm a big fan. <laughs> Take that again. I am a big fan of Galentine's Day, so love celebrating with my girls. Um, I have spent a couple of Valentines with Kelly, who has been a guest on the podcast before. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of it involves, a lot of time it involves a lot of Prosecco or um, wine or something like that. Uh, Does anybody have a story about a beery valentine like so apart from tandy's story which got her into home brewing which is amazing katie or carolyn do you guys I have guess a story one of the breweries in austin edelbert's yeah. or or i think it's a i think it's really a, a delbert i'm not oh. quite sure i always get it mixed up anyways the brewery in austin and they had like a singles night and so we played like singles bingo and you had to like go around and like sign each other's things like find somebody that's never lived in texas or like five like just random that's so, so cool that was kind of fun actually my friend met her boyfriend there so yeah wow so, yeah. oh that's nice that's such a clever <laughs> idea listen hillary i've never fun. actually 
hang around, yeah. drink beer, talk to people, you... random people. It was fun. Meet anybody interesting? Uh, well, you always meet people interesting. <laughs> Breweries. <laughs> That's true. It's Austin. Well, that do. <laughs> but then last year, we I did, well, me and a bunch of girls went out on Valentine's Day and just went to different pubs. This is right before lockdown. Mm. <laughs> Thinking about it now. Yeah. Hillary, I'd never actually heard of Galentine's until this year. And um, I'm, I'm ashamed to admit I only just clicked as to what it actually means. <laughs> like, I've, I've never heard of it. So that's, that's really cool. Girls, like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder. Mm-hmm. The first time I did it um, with Kelly, we just went out for brunch mm. um, and had a nice day, like did brunch and some shopping. Um, it was really nice. It was just two of us. And then the next time I went to out to Kelly's, house in Kildare and we met up with a friend of hers and there was much much Prosecco and wine consumed that evening so yeah. <laughs> I think that sounds and good. I know that um Leslie Nope uh yeah speak into her Galentine's on Parks yes. and Recreation that's where I got it from yeah. was Parks and Rec Leslie Nope um Amy yeah. Poehler's character in Parks and Recreation talk, did Galentine's Day and I just love that concept and actually now that I think about it before that when I so you guys probably can hear in my accent that I'm an American Uh, I grew up in Michigan and I had a very still have a very close friend back there but back home and we used to spend not only Valentine's Day together because we were generally single most of the time but we also spent our birthdays together because our birthdays are two days apart So, um, we, we did everything together and we went out for a romantic dinner and went out to a dance club for Valentine's day one year. It was so much fun. So I love just, yeah, I love doing Valentine's with the girls. Mm. I mean, it sounds like it's the easiest way to not be disappointed and, um, and to have no expectations because I think even when you're in a relationship, um, it's not it's not always about these these kind of once a year occasions anymore you know there's there's kind of everyday stuff or there's big stuff or there's small stuff but it's really not about valentines anymore i mean i i, I think i looked at ash the other day and said what are we doing for valentines this year and he's like i don't know what do you want to do you know because really it becomes maybe you spend like some time together maybe you have a nicer dinner than normal but it's not it's not a thing like when you're um maybe pursuing somebody or first dating like that that's i think when it's quite quite eventful yeah i Mm. i agree with you tandy it's it's just another day of the week really Mm. but it's just another reason to to buy beer well speaking of that an excuse you know (laughs) no no who who does i mean (laughs) (laughs) speaking of which there was something that i noticed and i wanted to see if uh if you ladies have noticed it as well this year i've noticed that a lot of the um, adverts and things for uh, Valentine's specials for beer boxes and whatnot are not as targeted only to men as what they've always been before. So this year I've noticed that it's, it's kind of like not gendered, whereas before it was always like beer for him and Prosecco for her or beer for him, wine for her. Um, and often the way that I saw it was that breweries would partner up with other um uh, you know, distilleries or whatever the case is, so that there was like options in air quotes, you know, for both sides. Firstly, assuming a, a, a heterosexual relationship, but secondly, assuming that, that you know, women don't love beer, which is just stupid. So it it has been refreshing this year to see, let's say, less of it. I'm not going to say it's not out there, but I haven't seen much of it, in, especially in terms of Irish breweries. I think a lot of people have come out with beer boxes, but it's not yeah. targeted, which is awesome. So good. Well, good I have I have ordered the the love box from uh, Rascals, and it has beer, and it has a box of Lily O'Brien's chocolates in it. So you know, lovely. There you go. Beer and two chocolate. Of, two of the main food groups, wasn't it? Beer, <laughs> yes. beer, chocolate, and cheese. Yeah, there we go. I saw that. <laughs> yes, and I and yeah, and to your point, Tandy, I think it's fantastic that it's being targeted toward women because. You know, I think maybe there's a bit more cop on now that we are half of your demographic and we do like beer. 
Uh, I think so... it's, it's not it's not just that it's targeted towards women because that would almost be the problem. It's that it's not targeted at all. Yes, it's sorry. Just... Yes, yeah. Realize, sorry, yes. it's not it's not gendered exactly anymore. Which exactly. is which is you know the goal. That's yeah. the dream. Exactly. That's the goal. That's what we want to see. Exactly. So high fives uh, all around. I would like to see uh, um, Mother's Day become less prosecco and flowers orientated. That's true. That's actually the real you know? taste. Yeah, that's the real taste. Yeah, yeah. So because Father's Day out there listening, Katie would like Mother Day Mother's Day beer boxes. Me too, please. And yeah. also, Tandy would also yeah. like that. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of other women would like that. <laughs> please, yeah. Plenty. Loads of women, loads of mothers who are yes. beer drinkers would love it's, that. In protest every year, like I refuse to buy cards because in any case they're terrible for the environment. But um, I I don't buy cards on occasions because on Father's Day, you always get all the nice cards with like beer and sport. And on Mother's Day, you get like flowers and chocolates. And I'm like, so I'm so sick of that stereotype. So I, I just, you know, in protest, not just for the environment, I just don't buy cards. And that's just that. Because you just, yeah. you don't see it. And I, and I understand sometimes that there might not be as big of a market, but then you know what? You don't make as many. You make 10% of your cards, you know, whatever, cater to other things instead of, 90% catered to nonsense. Well, that's not nonsense. A lot of people love it, but there's my rant. Yeah, because I get <laughs> I get angry when I see the, you know, the flyers that come in the newspaper for the supermarkets and it's all like pink and and Prosecco and rosé wine and, and orchids. Like any of that. Orchids, orchids everywhere. Orchids for Mother Day's, Mother's Day. I keep saying Mother Day. Mother's Day. <laughs> Orchids for Mother's Day is what I see all the time. Went to Tesco today. Orchids everywhere. Hmm. Hey, I'm not going to complain about orchids, to be fair. I love orchids, but oh, um, they are I agree with you. No, I agree with you, though. Um, it, it, it shouldn't be so so singular, so narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be, mm. you're a woman, so you want flowers, chocolates, yes. and um, wine or Prosecco. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What if I want beer, chocolate, and something that's not pink? So as yes. a nice segue to that, how would you, if you were buying beer for the person that you love or for a friend, um, how would you go about finding out what types of beer that they might like to drink if you don't already know? I would I... ask them or take them to a brewery hmm. and be like, see what beer like if I'm doing it on the sly I'd just be like let's go to a brewery and then see what they're drinking and then I'd get that that's, <laughs> that's what I would do yeah that's that works I like that too I must say I, I quite like the idea of making it an experience as well I'd probably order a, like one of a couple of different styles and make a tasting night out of it um and make it experimental um because I'm not you know I'd, I'd, I'd also like to you probably want to find out you know with a potential yeah. new partner, or with a friend, or whatever the case is, you want to see where their tastes lie and whether they indeed even like beer. So, you know, I, I think that's a nice way to do it without any pressure. Um, but maybe it's also got to do with what kind of food you eat, or you know, like you know, there's often people who, you know, if you like coffee, you'll probably like stouts, or um, yeah, if you like yeah. Actually, I have a friend who, um. A very, very close friend who is a massive red wine drinker. She loves red wine. She also really liked Guinness. And I've often heard that red wine drinkers would be, uh, have a tendency towards liking stouts. So I brought her to a Galway Bay pub and got her to drink one of the stouts there. I wish I could remember the name of it, but she loved it. She was like, this is amazing. I love the way this tastes. And then I had another friend then who the three of us used to work together. So the third girl or woman, I should say woman, not girl, woman, mm -hmm. <laughs> I brought her as well. And she was also a red wine enthusiast. So I had her try it and she absolutely loved that stout as well. So, um, and it's, it's interesting because I, I drink red wine 
but mm. I'm not a huge fan of stouts. Mm. I like the nuttier stouts over the coffee. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Flavor stouts. Um, so it's just, I guess it's just personal preference, but um, hit a home run there really with both of those women. Like yeah. they were like, mm, yeah, red wine drinker. We'll have a pint of Guinness here. Try this one. Oh my God. It has flavor. I love it. And I think that um, if you have somebody and you know they love something like fizzy cola bottles or sour worms, they they might like a sour, right? Yes, yeah. totally. Or, or they like a more bitter taste. They'll probably yeah. like IPA. Exactly, because I yeah. can't stand fizzy fizzy things. Or if they all. like and I like not not heavier stuff, but like uh, I don't want to put breads for a wheat or like hefeweizen beer, but like something like I don't know. I'm trying to think what you would pair with that. citrusy things and i uh, yeah yeah i've often thought so i said it in an in another podcast recording i can't remember which one now though um that i think if you like white wine um you would probably easily like things like saisons or even sours um but i think saisons for me is the more natural fit because there is mm-hmm. there is that same slightly tart slightly funky you know slightly acidic kind of taste in them and you know uh, yeah. what would be a good match for a, not a dry white wine might be um i had it for the first time recently was a grisette yes i've never had one of those i'll have yeah. to find one katie i totally agree with you so katie and yeah. i both recently had the grisette by whiplash and um you know i had to i had to google it i'd actually never heard of the style but it's something between um, a saison and a goza, so it's got it's got some yeah. sourness to it. Yeah, it's got some sourness to it, but it's also got a little bit of kind of funky barnyardiness to it. But it's not as, I mean, some saisons can be quite punchy and in your face. It's not like that. It's it's actually very sessionable. So you imagine a pared down, like a very light version of a saison with slightly extra tartness. I'd say. And that was what yeah. that one tasted like anyway. And now, look, to be fair, I don't know if that is the best example of a grisette because I've, it's only been my first, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I agree with you, Katie. Like, that's a great match for, like, a dry white wine. I think so. And it's it was so uh, sessionable. I could imagine having a few of them on a on a summer's evening in a beer garden. It's just really nice and light. It was It was lovely. My first ever grisette as well. I'm mm. going to have to look that up because I haven't heard of that style either. So I'll definitely yeah. Yeah. 
look for that. Um, I'll have to it, find do you it. know what? It, it's funny because my tastes have changed over the years, which probably mm. a lot of people's have, but I used to really just like sweet wines, very mm. and sweeter drinks. Um, and interestingly enough, in 2003 was when I first moved to Europe um, and I lived in Prague for a year. And Prague is the land of pilsners, right? So you've mm. got loads of different types of pilsners, mm. uh, generally quite bitter. Mm. But it was, for me, it, like, and for me, not as a person who didn't really like bitter beers, I found it very easy to um, get used to it. Yes, I suppose. So yeah, that's, that's interesting. So yeah, and I would be a a fan of a drier white wine Mm. now, especially in the summer months. Definitely. So yeah, I'll look that up for sure. Because that's, that sounds incredible. It it does. And I think it's, if you already like saisons and if you already like sours or goes as a huge fan of saisons, I love saisons. I also love saisons. They're absolutely my jam. So like, And this this one was nice, and I, yeah, I don't know, I didn't I didn't know what to expect, and it was super tasty. Um, Carolyn, you mentioned like people who like bitter things might like IPAs. I think you're right, and I think the natural fit for that is gin, so G and Ts into into IPAs because but IPAs see, are like, I like G and Ts, but I don't like IPAs, <laughs> and I like That's IPAs, weird, but not and G&Ts. I don't like gin. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Theory, <laughs> Theory debunked, debunked, whatever it is. I mean, you could be right. Like my husband like could be right and and, and IPAs. Yeah. See, there you go. So like you, do you know it's it's funny that I do like a gin and tonic, but I don't like tonic water on its own. No, it's gross. Mm. Yeah, it is gross. It's to me. It's gross. Oh well, yeah. Um it has that taste to it that but with gin, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> like uh, but things. yeah, like IPA IPAs for me were definitely an acquired taste. Me too. Yeah, me too. Definitely. And I still prefer a maltier beer. I still prefer an amber um, mm. for sure. Uh, I I love a Saison, like I said. Mm. I think a while back, I wish I could remember the brewery. Somebody, it might have been Rascals, might have been somebody else, did a coconut porter, which was lovely because mm. I cannot get enough of coconut. All things coconut, my jam. Same, 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 same. I love coconut. I'm not a coconut fan. <laughs> I do love anything with coffee. I'm not in a it. coconut fan either. I love I don't like smelling like coconut. coconut. No. I love eating coconut. I just, everything coconut is just, it makes me feel so, so happy. <laughs> so I can bring you all the banties from the bottom of the box of celebration <gasps> after Christmas. Yes, girl. Please. <laughs> Taylor's like, yep. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Nobody eats those, so glad to know Hillary does. I yeah, we can all save them up. Coconut. <laughs> it's madness. So if we were now to think on Valentine's Day, right? Do any of you have any horror stories for like first dates or Tinder Tinder oh. things got wrong? On Valentine's Day or just in general? So many because I, 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 got, a, I, I got a plethora. <laughs> Okay, Carolyn, pick pick your worst and share it with us. So I went on a date with this guy in college, and um, he said, "Do you want to go to Cracker Barrel?" First off, I hate Cracker Barrel. Like, I hate what Cracker is Cracker Barrel? Barrel? Like, okay, <laughs> okay, Cracker Barrel. I I have to jump in here. Cracker Barrel is not a first date restaurant. I just need to no. say this. Cracker no, Barrel not. is like a family style. Like you pull off the highway on a road trip and yes, it's let's awful. have dinner at Cracker Barrel type of thing. Yeah. It's gross. I don't like it, but I was too tired to think of anything else. So it's like, okay, whatever. We go there. <laughs> and so we get there and he's like, oh, well, I already ate. So I'm just going to get eggs. And I was like, okay, it's <sighs> dinner time. This is weird. <laughs> Why would you go on a date if you'd already eaten? Or had he like another date lined up before? I guess because he worked out before or something. I don't know. Something stupid. Whatever. So okay. I'm like, okay, cool. So I don't even remember what I ordered. I was just trying to get out of there as quickly as possible. So then he goes to pay. Now, mind you, we're in college, but the bill was not that much. He like paid with a gift card. And I was like, a gift card to Cracker Barrel? Like you're paying a date with a gift card on a check that's probably less than $20. 
like come on dude like is that why you picked Cracker Barrel is because you're on a gift card <laughs> I sp- I, yeah that must have been have cash flow problems 100% Carolyn yeah. <laughs> 100% that's why it, I get we were in college and broke but that's just one of the stories I'm sure I have many other ones so did he did he really not eat did he I just think t- like he had eggs his food. He had no money. He had no, no money. No. I, no, that I think, I think about he it. Afford anything more? He probably tried to have something really cheap so that the gift card would go further. I feel sorry for him now. Yeah, yeah now I feel sorry for him now that I say that. Oh come on! <laughs> now that it's like years gone by, now I'm like. Okay. But you, look, you know what? You don't also have to go to a restaurant for a first date. Like, why don't you just go for a walk? No. You know, well, we or were something in college. Like, like that was what you mm-hmm. did, or yeah, you like went out. When I was on the dating scene, like there was no dating scene. You went to a pub and you got drunk and you. Well, yeah, it was very organic and very natural. It wasn't like, oh. Like you see in the American TV shows, oh, we'll go for a date to a restaurant. That was well, not see, a thing. All my dates in Ireland were at pubs, except for one, because this was like in between the weird lockdown. So you like mm. kind of had to mm. go eat. So Katie, you said that um, that everything happened just in the pubs back in that day. I mean, you've, been mar- you've been married for a long time already. Swiftly moving on. I have, well, I, I, I met my husband not in a pub, but in a chemistry lab when we were in college together. He was the That's next, cute. Yeah. Aww. He shared the next, the next fume hood to me when we were Aww. in fourth year in DCU. So cute. Huh. How romantic was that? I met my current boyfriend in a pub. Huh. In Ireland, really, it's the done thing. You just go to the pub and you just start chatting to randomers, and that's how you yeah. get to know people. Yeah, yeah. I will say this much about the dating scene. Um, when I was dating here, um, I on I was on Tinder. I yeah. Nobody ever wanted to meet up, ever. Yeah. Yep. Nobody wanted to meet in person. They just wanted to text forever and send you dirty text messages and yep. <laughs> photographs of anatomy that you didn't want to see. Right. Dick so, pics. Yeah, dick pics that you didn't ask for. Uh-huh. Um, Bumble was very much the same. Um, Plenty of Fish was, I had a guy that I went on a one date with and then he ghosted, completely ghosted me. So I was like, okay, I'm done here. And then I went to the beer market, uh, which is in Christchurch area. I just happened to be out with a friend and I met Chris there that night and he came up and started talking to me and he wasn't gross about it he was just like hi i'm chris like what do you do and he's just very if you like katie and tandy have met him but he's just like a very chatty kind of "Mm, how's it going kind of guy and but not in a pervy gross way so Mm. i with the result that i didn't even realize he was interested in me i thought he was just talking Mm. because it was like Oh, what do you do? Oh, that sounds interesting. You know, that kind of, that kind of way. And, uh, and then he asked me out and I was really surprised. (laughs) So we exchanged phone numbers and then I, yeah, I, we, it was Easter weekend in 2016. So it'll be five years this year. That's cool. Yeah. Ever since we've been together. Nice. I, I sort of like the idea of like just meeting someone in a pub. Like for me, that feels like the best way to do it. I mean, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't Karen, know. Yeah, you were on the dating scene here. I mean, besides the fact was, that COVID really got in the way there. Yeah, it was interesting because it's like coming from America and like everybody, every girl, every Irish girl, every American girl, even the guys were like, Irish guys are not going to tell you that they like you. You got to like pry it out of them. And I was like, really? hey, I don't. I don't have time for this. Like I'm used to the American guys, like being aggressive in the pubs and being like, Hey, you're cute. Do you want a drink? Let's talk for a bit. Do you want to like, regardless of whatever their intentions are, they will tell you to upfront. And it's like, this is what I want. X, Y, Z. What about the shy guys? Shy guys, shy guys, no go. Yeah. They're all, but they're all, yeah, they all, I don't know. And like, I felt like even on like Bumble, Tinder, whatever, it was just like the same. I don't know. 
internet dating is an interesting thing same with hillary though it was like oh. it's a minefield is how i put it, it <laughs> you is. might step on a good mine or a bad mine and it could blow up in your face <laughs> i'm just kind of glad that i bypassed like i i was like settled down before that all became a big thing and swipe left swipe right well but here's thing. the problem I'm... you can we've created this hookup culture you can get on an app and find someone to hook up with the same day mm. we've created this culture and theoretically Karen, rant, but so many of them don't ever want to meet you in person which that is, is true. what i find very strange which why waste my time so I'd, I'd heard some stat now, you know, don't go quoting me on this because it's probably not true, but I'd heard some stat that even though it seems like everybody should be hooking up more now because it's, it's so much easier, people really aren't because you're almost getting instant gratification by like dick pics and freaking texts, like sexting all the time, which is weird. Like it's almost as if people have gotten less no. extroverted, less social because that stuff is already like at your fingertips, instead of having to be out meeting people, going through the hard work of like figuring out whether there's chemistry, do you click? Are you, you know, do you have the same values, all of that stuff? So I think a lot of people who just skip straight to the straight to the dirty bits, like they're, you know, it's never going to go to the dirty bit. <laughs> I think that's our episode title: straight yes. to the dirty bits. There we go. <laughs> Done. But yeah. So dating's yeah. weird. I put it on hold for mm. now. A girl, I'm there annoying. with you hundred percent. It is I don't weird. have time. I really wouldn't like to be like I have a son who's turning twenty next month and I just can't imagine what it's gonna be like for him. Um so I can but... tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so can I. Tell me to like, you know, get... I hope that you have raised your sons to be in touch with their emotions katie that's the only thing i will say and if they you are. like a girl good just tell them her if you don't like her then tell her it doesn't matter like yeah. i don't know i felt like just that was, was the most annoying like her, part of dating tell her because she probably likes you too is that like for example i went one of my last dates in ireland i met up with this guy so we met and so we had a beer and he was like well do you want to have another beer do you want to go for a walk because there was a park right there we were near St. Stephen's Green and um and I was like I don't care whatever and then he like gets up and he's like um my stomach's not feeling well and like walks out I've never had that happen before and I was like okay like this is weird but whatever so I like get home and like five hours later he goes sorry I just wasn't feeling it I'm like dude I'm meeting you for the first time like I didn't even respond to him, but he was like, sorry. I just didn't feel like we had a connection. I'm like, I just wanted someone to chill with. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting, but I was just expecting somebody to chill with and talk to. <laughs> like, not necessarily a date. I don't know if people know how to tell people that it's just not really for them or whatever. Because normally, you know, like you can know straight off the bat within the first half an hour, like you kind of know whether there's potential or not. So why are we not just more honest with people and be like, hey, nothing against you. This just isn't my vibe. Yeah, because I'm a like, grown I, adult. I can handle it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, like, like the guy that, that ghosted yeah. on me, I would have preferred mm. if he would have just said, hey, Either A, I met somebody else or, so the thing, the, the situation was I met him and we went on a date and it was right around Christmas time. And I was going, to, so it was the year that I was, got separated from my husband and I was kind of vulnerable anyway. Mm. And I was spending, um, two weeks with my mom in Florida for Christmas because I kind of just felt like I needed my mom mm. and, we went on a date beforehand and it was like, you know, like two weeks. Okay. I'm going to Florida for two weeks. Can you not deal with that or whatever? But he was texting me every single day up until Christmas and then stopped completely ghosted. And it really irritated me. And like, he was definitely not for me anyway for a number of reasons but again mm -hmm. vulnerable whatever but so it really bothered me 
And then, so I just, and then he blocked me on WhatsApp, even though I, I, I hadn't even been texting him and he just blocked me. So <laughs> like all I did was said was like, Merry Christmas or happy Christmas, whatever. And then, um, so I just sent him a regular text message saying, Hey, you're clearly not interested. So we're not going to take this further. And I just felt I needed to do that for my own closure, mm. but it just bugs me it's like why can't you just tell me yeah if you're not interested anymore or I've been gone too long or whatever it's it's a weird thing though like um back back a while ago now while I was in college or varsity I I was um kind of like with this guy for a while we went in a like we hung out for a couple of weeks it wasn't like really long or anything but obviously I'd fallen quite hard anyway after a while, he also just basically ghosted me. And I was like, this is so confusing and all of that. Like, and I don't know what I did wrong and, you know, that sort of thing. Now I was, I was venting to my mom and my dad came in and he'd obviously heard everything. And he's like, Tandy, he doesn't owe you anything. You are not actually like a boyfriend or girlfriend for any significant time. You are not married. Like he doesn't owe you anything. And I was like, hmm. I thought about that for a long time, actually. And I thought about like, maybe that's true. And maybe there's a certain time period in which a person doesn't actually owe you anything. Maybe you actually go on a first date or even go on two or three. And then it's just like, ah, whatever. It doesn't need to be a formal closure thing, maybe. But I think that when it's gone a little further than just hanging out, I feel like that's when it it does yeah. mean that you should say something. I mean, I slept with him, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so I, I feel, feel like the like least he could have done was tell me. No, I exactly. Like I'm not interested. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like it's a respect thing too. Like mm. just be respectful of the person's time. Like if you've like say mm. talked to them for a month and then you exactly. finally went out first date and you weren't feeling it, you wasted my time for a month. Like I could have been and I should like men and women, we just need to respect each other and just say, look, I don't like you or hey, I like you and see where it goes. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Like, it's just a respect thing because we're all totally human beings. Agree. Like, I respect you enough to tell. Like, I had to, the last date I went on, I talked to this guy for almost a month. We finally went out because it was COVID times, weird times. But he, like, ghosted me. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to get an answer out of him because I wasted a month talking to this fool. I'm not going <laughs> to, like, uh, just not. So I, like, had to, like, pry it out of him. And he's like, oh, I met somebody else. Let's be friends. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like, but I just, like, I was like, I wasted my time. I want an answer. I'm not like, I'm a very direct person. I don't like people who pussyfoot around. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, give me, you either like me or you don't. Tell me. I'm an adult. I could handle it. I didn't really like him anyways. I just wanted the satisfaction of making him <laughs> tell me. Because he, he wasted my time for a month. You texted me every day and you wasted my time. And then you decide after you got on a date, you're going to ghost me. No, I don't play that game. <laughs> like agree (laughs) okay so i will teach my son these lessons my son these things (laughs) and that it's okay to say listen i had a nice time but i'm not feeling the chemistry it is and that's fine it's a respect thing i in my opinion it's respect i agree it's respect it's it's actually it's weird because it 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 translates into a lot of other things you know and with my son who's only 10 you know he um if he's got friends that want to play with him and he's not in the mood he's had to learn now to say I'm not in the mood to play or whatever instead yes. of saying no sorry yeah. I can't my mom says no whatever like almost lying instead of just being honest it was hard it was hard and I still sometimes he still sort of freezes when he just needs to own it but I think that we do have a real problem of just being honest Sometimes yeah, it doesn't even have to be radical honesty. It doesn't have to be brutal. It just needs to be honesty. You know, you can still, I don't know, yeah. figure out a nice way to and do I, it. Yeah. I think we do that because we don't want to hurt each other's feelings. Yeah. Yes. And that's totally valid. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm one of those people. I want you to be straight up with me, whether it hurts my, hurts my feelings or not. Like if it hurts my feelings, me so too. Be it. That's I not your problem. My that's my problem. Yeah. Yeah. I just want. But just move in on. general, like. Yeah. That's not necessarily applies to dating. That's in general. <laughs> and no, I think, I think um, maybe it's an Irish thing that they, the Irish uh, kind of say, oh yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And they never do it. You know, it's like they, <laughs> maybe they just don't want to tell you that they're not going to do it or they don't want to feel like they're letting you down or I don't know. 
Mm. It's like how many times, like, oh, I'm trying to get my uh, fuse box um, <laughs> redone. And the amount of electricians there are like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there now and I'll come and I'll give you a quote. And uh, they never turn up. And you're like, just tell me you can't <laughs> <You're> like, come. <laughs> you know? Oh, ah! poor Katie. I know. Okay. We have been on a journey today, (laughs) which was a lot of fun for all of us. Uh, But we have come to the end of our episode. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me today. Uh, As for us in the Beer Ladies podcast, you can find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash Beer Ladies podcast, Twitter at Beer Ladies pod and Instagram Beer Ladies podcast. We will be back next week. Until then, cheers. Bye, everyone. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.